We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. This crusade, this war on terrorism, uh, is going to take a while. He came, he saw, he died. <laughs> we tortured some folks. And the pod has been parked. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It's episode 29 of Dave versus Goliath. Thanks for being here to help me take on the world. Almost to number 30. Can't believe we almost made it, but we will. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes I feel like somebody's watching me. That's right. I bet you do too. Got that feeling if you uh, saw the FBI memo courtesy of Project Veritas. Thanks, James O'Keefe. Always coming through in a clutch. We're going to get more into that later. Uh, We're going to talk about a couple of things tonight. Man, the walls are certainly moving in, aren't they? But luckily, thank goodness, we're back to normal around these parts because I got with me to help me take on the world, my main man, Dan. Dan, what's up, dog? How are you? Cheers, man. I'm good. How are you? How have you been? Reunited. And I'm feeling good, man. Um, all things aside, you know what? Let me get cozy here. Mr. Rogers it really quick. I'm doing that too right now. You know? Yeah, hey, that's a good looking set of frames you got there, bro. Thanks, brother. Absolutely, man. Um, good to see you, dude. It has been. It's been probably like a month, I think, since... It's been a month, yeah. That's great. How was uh, your time with the kiddos? It was awesome, man. It was really good. I'm happy yeah, to be back, though. But yeah, a month full-time in it, you know? A little yeah. more grays down here, bags are a little bigger <laughs> under the eyes. That's right. You know? It's crazy, man. I don't know if you notice when you hang out with kids that much. Like, they're awesome, but they just, they don't stop talking. 30 right. days straight, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> it's I don't know if you know this, but being a dad is hard. Damn. Oh, so I many know. questions. So many questions. All these activities. Yeah. Jesus. Y'all like chilling? You ever just like chilling and hanging out? So many activities. Right. I bet, man. Um, well, yeah, I'm glad we got to catch up with them the one day, and uh, I'm certainly glad that you're back here, dude. Yeah, Good they love you, wheelies, man. man. Waffles and open space. Everybody loves wheelies. The kids love wheelies. You got the hammock to play on. You got grass out there. Um, I think, yeah, it's it really is a magical place, man. If you guys don't know, uh, yeah, get your butt to wheelies if you're in Delaware. And also check out wheeliespharmacy.com for the <clears throat> finest CBD products, uh, tinctures, lotions, teas, capsules, and more. And uh, I forgot to say in the beginning of the show, if you're listening to it, on Apple or Spotify, uh, please leave us a review. That would really help out the old ag- algorithm there. If you're watching on YouTube or Odyssey, please smash the like 
and subscribe buttons to help uh, help the channel out, get those rookie numbers up. And if you're checking this out, please just share it on uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff helps. Okay. However, it's, uh, oh, I was going to no, say go it's hard to navigate those algorithms, isn't it? Are you are we <laughs> you streaming again? Or are we? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you what, we're streaming right now on YouTube. If you're watching this live, I do appreciate you. Uh, but it's becoming ever increasingly difficult, bro. As you know, the Twitter uh, uh, debacle that I'm perpetually going through. And just the other day, Facebook zapped me for a year-old meme I shared of Hunter Biden had his laptop in one hand, cock and balls in the other. Covered, though. Nothing was, like, showing. And he was uh, on this floral print couch. And in the picture to the side of it was Jill Biden in a dress with the same floral print. Just, like, who wore it better? It was, like, so dumb. And they, it took a year for them, but they gave me my first ever 60-day uh, live stream ban from Facebook. So, yeah, we're not doing that for a little while. For Hunter Biden doing what Hunter Biden does. Right. You International know. criminal. Hunter it, Biden. <laughs> it reminds me of that Russell Brand told a joke one time where he's like, I got in more trouble for saying that the Nazis made – or no, that Mercedes made – engines for the Nazis than Mercedes got in for making engines for the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I felt like. It's like I, man, so many people like talk a lot about Hunter Biden to the point where I was like, I don't know, man, this story, I'm just like, it's kind of salacious. And it's like, yeah. but you know, at the end of the day though, it is like a national security thing. It's not like, mm-hmm. um, you know, Johnny Depp and his girlfriend, like the trial or something like that. It's more important than that. But I, I felt re-engaged, like, fuck this guy again. That, like, you know, I share a harmless, you know, funny meme. But, yeah, he can – literally, this is like the Biden crime family, man. The more I dig into that, if you're listening to Monica Perez and uh, the, the brother of Joe and Hunter, just like, you know, kind of like the, the front guys for the, the big operation there, man. But it's like a billion-dollar operation these guys got going on. You can't make fun of his couch print. And you can't make fun of that. So anyway, we'll be streaming to YouTube uh, for the next, I guess, you know, handful of shows. No big deal. Um, what else? Let's see here. Yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about Biden tonight. By the way, bro, you've been gone, let's see, I guess four episodes. And in that time that you've been gone, the president has been sick with COVID like three times. You're okay. You're not going to, you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Is that a fact? (laughs) What? You're not going to get, listen, if you get the vaccination, you're not going to get the thing. Come on, man. But you know, dude, it could have been so much worse. Thank God. Right. It could have been worse. Like you could have cancer. And guess what? The first frost you know what was happening? You had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why can't for the longest time, Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation. I don't even know. <laughs> First, what the hell is he talking about with his windshield wipers? Right. I'm wondering. Slick? Wait, what? 
Did he go off script there and just like have like a misfire? Like, oh, when I was a kid in the oil slick on the car when my daddy was in Pittsburgh. Like, is it a misfire or is this like, are they trying to get that out that he has cancer? That's why my, my conspiracy hat is like, oh, like now you've had COVID three times in three weeks. They won't let you see anybody. Rapidly deteriorating Joe Biden, you know, has cancer too on top of it. I don't know. I don't know either. I forget what the, I think he was just out of his mind. I don't know. They tried to walk it back a little bit. I forgot what Jean-Claude Van Damme said about that afterwards. Did you hear about that? <laughs> no. Did he have something she, to say about it? <laughs> I just always forget that woman's name and that's what makes me think of all that. Oh. What's his person? Oh, I don't know her name, but that's cool. It's close to that. <laughs> shit. It's, it's some shit like that. He wasn't talking about having him having that kind of cancer. He was talking about the cancer that, you know, like one of those bullshit things. Oh, my God. No, he's strong and healthy and vibrant, Dave, don't you know? Right. I I just, well, this motherfucker. He has the audacity to say that as like, like, when did it become, when did Delaware become, you know, the number one cancer place in the United States, asshole, like while you were the senator here who took over, like who was, who was the DuPont's like number one guy. (laughs) Is that, oh, you motherfucker. Yeah. You guys got chemical city over there. Oh dude. It's, I mean, it's, this is the epicenter of the chemical age and the American experiment with gunpowder. Like DuPont's probably (laughs) the first example of fascism. Oh, y'all are making that gunpowder? We're trying to fight some wars. You know, the French were settling over on this side of the Brandywine, Pennsylvania Dutch on your side. Total, total cultural split. You can still see that today. Anybody that lives here around these parts will attest to that. Anyway, fuck Joe Biden. Bro, have you heard about the new, the newest political party that's taking America by storm? The forward party? Is that Yang's deal? That is Yang's deal. Is he still trying to mush together Republicans <laughs> and Democrats? Bro, he is definitely succeeding at mushing together some uh, Republicans and, <laughs> and Who's Democrats. Who's he got? So far, he's got Christy Whitman of New Jersey. Okay. Um, yeah, one, you know, just, I mean, cookie cutter, pantsuit, milk yeah. toast. That's what they're going for, it looks like, is this... Uh, like the moderate, let's unite the moderate middle across the board. Um, you know, though, here's here's just to interject, and I don't know if I'm wrong about this, but with what I do every day, I get to speak to a lot of different people and everybody wants to talk about everything. And Like, I think there's, for a while there, we thought the problem was the polarization, everybody, well, it is a problem, but everybody's now on the extremes and everything like that. And where's the moderates? Let's get these people back in the moderate. But like, I don't know that that base exists for him anymore. I don't either. I don't know if that exists. I I think that that's what the Gary Johnson sale was. Like, hey, just the reasonable center. Like, I- Nobody got time for that. Yeah, I definitely don't. Not at this point. Um, I mean, I don't know how you're going to pull Republicans and Democrats. They're like, you know- as hyper partisan as it gets, I just, you know, but it, I, I do find it weird because this guy is a guy who spent time with libertarians, kind of like toying with the libertarian party a little bit. Like he aligns, like, I would like to know what you don't like 
about the Libertarian Party or what you find, like it already has the 50 state ballot access that you're seeking to get by like 2028 or whatever it is. Right. And um, you want, you know, pro-choice and pro-life people to be able to like co-mingle and things like that. So I was like, dude, that's already going on. So I would like to know, you know what it probably is, bro? Forward doesn't want to end up on the FBI watch list. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably what it is. You know what I mean? I love uh, watching. You will be uncancelable. <laughs> you know exactly. Yeah. They just gotta like watch us fight, and they can tread water, and then they'll just swoop in last second. Michael Malice has been going hard. He <laughs> hates Andrew Yang, bro. He said, and I quote: "Snake Andrew Yang gained thousands of followers when he trended on Twitter last week, only to lose every single one of them within 100 hours." Oh. Holy shit. <laughs> Damn, that probably means you paid for some and you probably were just yeah. annoying people with your annoying tweets. Is he still trying to push? Is it like UBI still a platform that he's trying to run on? I don't know if he's running. What he did, it looks like, dude, is like broker the deal between a couple smaller parties. Um, okay. Like these, they seem like center left, maybe just moderate political parties um i did notice they have a ceo so they don't have Mm. like a chair of their party which is interesting kind of based (laughs) you guys have a ceo of your political party all right um but yeah i just thought that that was interesting um but yeah seriously fuck those guys go join the libertarian (laughs) party i don't know what you know why would you why would anybody want to spend time with the moderate middle what what could you possibly offer in fact they boasted dude they were like we don't want to tell people like what kind of their, their ideology should be. It's like, what, why am I here though? You know what I mean? I would say that the Democrat parties, Republican parties need to do more of that. Here's what we are. Here's what we stand for. And if you like that, join our party, not everybody else. Who's not a Democrat or a Republican. Here's a place for you. That's just weird. It feels, yeah. yeah, I don't know. The moderate, there's just no, there's no room for that anymore. Like nobody wants to hear. I don't no, think we'll so. Just, either, we'll dude. be okay with a moderate amount of corruption and a moderate amount of wars and a moderate, you know, go back to when yep. everybody was getting away with everything. It's too late for that. I see him pushing Evan McMullen. Remember that guy? He was like a CIA guy that he was trying to get in the Democratic primaries uh, two years ago or so. Um, but yeah, it smells of deep state stink and uh, corporatist whores. Yeah. That's. So anyway, if you're out there and you're flirting with the uh, the Yang Gang and that crap, don't do any of that crap. It's, I'm over here. Yeah, the water's fine, man. Try Liberty out. What don't you like about Liberty? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, let's check in with our pal Klaus in the UN, World Economic, World Economic Forum. What are those guys doing? This afternoon, the Secretary General and Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, will, sign a, will witness the signing of a memorandum of understanding on a strategic partnership between the UN and the World Economic Forum, which outlines areas of cooperation to deepen engagement between the two institutions and to jointly accelerate the implementation of the 2030 Agenda. <laughs> Dude. What? Okay. We're going to use the UN? Well, this is what it is. This is this is what it is. And this is, we're going to get into Alex Jones in a minute. But this is the world, if, the, if you look at the World Economic Forum, what is that? That's, the, that's the, the conglomerate of global corporations that's working together, right? To like kind of create this new world that is kind of 
either infected or colluded with the United Nations, right? This is the backdoor fascism that Monica's been talking about, Alex Jones has been talking about for 20 fucking years. But I love how they just come out and say it. It's like, well, we're just solidifying what we're doing, working together. Yeah. You know, 2030. Let's get this fucking shit done. Eat the bugs. We're just going to keep moving forward geographically with the UN and keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And then we got you going lock down the corporations over here with the ESG scores and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah, they're not shy. No, they they love it. Um, no one is talking about uh, this. Lasted like a day that they they killed uh, a nine eleven plotter. Did you see that? Sure did. Um, <laughs> Biden gets up there and d- d- does one of the you know, gives the speech. It's like the Bush gave, got to give and Obama got to give one for uh, Obama or Osama. It was his turn. It was his turn. He got to give the thing. It was pretty hilarious. Um, let me see here. I got my dog barking in the side of the pod here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just it it falls further into the whole theme of this show, which is Alex Jones was right. Um and keep your eye out for these people, man, because they are constantly making moves. Um but I want to talk a little bit about Alex Jones, dude, because I think one not enough people are sticking up for I guess not even the guy, but like what this means. Um uh, nobody did it you know, three, four years ago when the social media uh, companies colluded to take him down, right. deplatform him. And now look, now look what we're talking about, you know, getting <laughs> kicked off Facebook, kicked off YouTube. They're hiring more and more uh, ex-CIA agents to come in and, you know, write the rules and platforms for these guys and everything else. Um, so... As Monica Perez says, everything is propaganda, right, man? It's just, it's just everywhere. So I thought we would let the propagandists of the propagandists tell us <laughs> how they feel about Alex Jones. Dude, wait till you see these people. They're like fully on sexually aroused mm-hmm. by what's happening to Alex Jones. Let's check this out. And you can stop. Tell me to stop whenever you want. As for those new details from Jones's phone, there is also, as mentioned, the congressional investigation. The January 6th committee is looking into Jones's role of events, in the events rather, surrounding the insurrections, and now likely interested in those phone messages. Jones uh, did plead the fifth on that one. Erica, unbelievable day in court that yeah. we saw. So let's talk about that. Uh, Bernarda, how does this happen? I mean, Alex Jones called it a Perry Mason moment. It sort of was. Oh, absolutely. I thought I was on the show of being punked because of the surprise of where it came out. But his attorney should have known, like, look, you were already given a heads up that the plaintiff's attorney has these... Is there something wrong with that weird eye? (laughs) (laughs) Go home and cross the T's and dot the lowercase J's. Text messages has these emails. So do you not have a conversation with Alex Jones and be like, by the way... They have your information. They know what you've said in the past, so stay consistent with that. But that was the best moment of the trial. It's like because he wasn't ready for it, and you saw the true Alex Jones. Oh, and it was so good. It was, it was so the, good. It was the best moment. Of the this trial. is a lawyer. Like, <laughs> and it was a 
Hubba, 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 movement. <laughs> Dude, she's fucking wet right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right now. A hubba, hubba, hubba moment. Is that a legal <laughs> term? Um, look, Oliver, here's what kind of stuns and troubles me. Yeah. In some ways, this is the culmination of the post-truth moment we live in, in terms of accountability. Sure. Right. We live at a time where basically people can get rich off of amplifying lies. And the only... I am just... This is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> the, these, these actors are talking about how there's nothing true on, on social media. It's just... And he's, he's talking about the most troubling part of it for him, but you couldn't jackhammer that smile off his face while nope. he's trying to say it. The only time they seem to be held to account is if they're under oath or if there's financial damages potentially involved. Yeah, what has struck me in watching this trial is how out of element Jones is, right? He used to be able to rant, to rave, to push conspiracy theories on his show unchallenged. And in court, he's learning that's not the way this works. <laughs> Isn't this great? He just has to sit there while we just do it to him. <laughs> he doesn't get to say anything. You know, he has to sit in silence as the judge admonishes him. He can't rebut the Sandy Hook mother who is telling him about how his lies have caused her pain and suffering over many years. And even when he is able to talk, he's being fact-checked in real time. And so his arguments fall apart. So that has been very interesting to watch. Uh, Alex Jones's, uh, you know, narrative doesn't really quite hold up when it's just confronted with a little bit of reality. He's BSing his way through this. And the judge called him very frankly on that. You can't BS a BSer. The judge said, you trying to BS me? Don't BS me. <laughs> In this moment, you see him trying to say, well, okay, so you have my text messages. What's the big deal as he sort of tries to cover for it? But, Paul, maybe you can explain some of the legal jeopardy that he or his attorneys may be in. Because his attorneys knew that he did have text messages about Sandy Hook. He, when deposed, says he doesn't. They have possession of them. Then they seem to be aware that they've accidentally given them to the prosecution. They don't alert their client. There's so many problems with this. this I love how, I don't love it. Five years ago, nobody would have mentioned Alex Jones's name on television. Because you just don't mention him because you don't want anybody to know about him. I, right, you I, delete him. Right. Right, you, exactly. And now, <laughs> not only are they, yeah, they're fucking giddy about it, but like they, they will dedicate an entire segment to talking about the case. I'm just, it's crazy. And I forget who came up with this one, but yeah, there is no news. There's only spin, you know, right? So like the, the trial yeah. is happening. Why do, why do you want to talk about this trial? What are you trying to get across, CNN? This is a colossal error by the defense attorneys. Now, what they're going to say is that we had thousands of documents in this case, and this just slipped through, and we didn't know that those text messages were in the pile of documents were turned over to Jones's attorneys. That's what the attorneys are going to say, because otherwise the attorneys are guilty of subornation of perjury. If you put a witness on the stand knowing that that witness is going to commit perjury, you, you share his guilt in that crime. So these could be in big trouble. So it's going to be, well, it was a mistake. With respect to Jones, he's now looking at a potential $150 million verdict, which may destroy him. Bro, $150 million for what? Yeah, how do you calculate that? Yeah, I think it's... You know, hurt feelings, but Those really, really, huh? re, really hurt feelings. 
Wow. I just, I'm, I'm blown away, man. This is going to, the precedent that comes after this is just going to. Well, that's exactly it. I'm trying to figure out like what the legal precedent is. Cause I, I know that there's, you can be award damages, I guess for defamation, but is that what he did or he just, just hurt feelings, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, Mike Cernovich tweeted this. He said, Alex Jones precedent means if you don't accept the Vegas shooting explanation, then FBI agents can sue you because you're calling them liars by implication. Conservative media doesn't seem to care. They aren't saying a word uh, due to process violations. But he's also looking at potential indictment in Texas for aggravated perjury, which has a penalty of two to ten years in prison. So the stakes have gotten very, very big in a case that was already a, a huge uh, defamation case, maybe one of the biggest defamation cases in U.S. history. There you go. Erica, one of the most surreal moments was when um, he got called out for ranting against the judge, yeah. in effect, <laughs> on, on air and denied it in court. I think we've got that clip again. You say, Mr. Jones, that you're taking these court proceedings seriously. You're approaching them in good faith. But the truth of the matter is, You've been broadcasting repeatedly a picture of our judge on fire. <laughs> Objection compound, Your Honor. No. <laughs> the person on the left of this image is our judge, correct? Yes. The person on the right is another judge you don't like, right? Yes. yes. Okay. They're both yes. bitches. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm fact-checking, but that's also... <laughs> Somewhere between sick and absurd. Oh, those judges on fire. Yeah, I did light them on fire. I've been watching this really closely. That, so remember, we were talking yesterday about when the parents, Neil Heslin and Scarlett Lewis, were addressing him. He wasn't there in court in the morning because he was doing his show. And, and you know, railing on them then has been continually hitting a lot of this while all of these proceedings are happening. Bringing up the judge, as you noted, also railing on the jurors, yeah. uh, a little pushback from the jurors, too, calling them blue collar, <laughs> basically trying to make. He did say that. He said, so oh, these guys he's, are. He's Sorry, been talking about the case on his show. I didn't know you could do that. I don't know like what details you can share or not. Um, and I've seen some clips of him talking about it like they he's not allowed to like say certain things in the courtroom. Like, I don't think he's allowed to say I'm innocent. He's not allowed to, uh, like, he wasn't allowed to address the jury. Um, and, yeah, he did say, like, and he was, he was trying to be, like, polite about it. These people are, let's say, at best, very, very blue collar. Um, he's, he's saying that they gave him a jury full of idiots. But, you know, whatever. In terms of trying to make the case that they're not smart enough to make a step. I love this. Uh, CNN's like, um, there did is, he? Yeah. He didn't. He doesn't think that his viewers are smart enough. Like it's just like all you guys do is and fucking insult people that you hate. Oh, your Olive Garden people, your Holiday Inn goers. These people are the worst. Found a decision in this case when it comes to damages. It is remarkable just how open and transparent he has been in that respect. And yet, as you point out on the stand, being fact checked in real time. No, no, that's not her. Yes, it is her. The Sandy Hook lawyer on hot mic says, "You know the thing," or. I'm paraphrasing. The thing people haven't thought about yet is what happens when these messages, when law enforcement get these, gets these oh, messages. Oh, here we go. Two mm. years on his cell phone takes us well before the insurrection. And he- mm, mm, mm. Let's tie it all together with a nice red bow on He it. was there on that day in Washington. 
Are you expecting that the committee, Paul, is going to want to get their hands on these text messages? <laughs> Absolutely. They will. They're, they they're might want to look to see them? if he was involved in actually <laughs> planning. Did him in that, over. too? My hand on it? I'm going to fucking swim in it. Yeah. <laughs> of the Capitol on January 6th. And, of course, you know that he's so crazy in what he says on the air. His text messages probably reflect that as well. So um, uh, this is going to be probably a big thing for the committee. Also, mm -hmm. was there any contact with uh, the former president by Jones? Jones? I, w I would like to know if there was any conversation with the president about January 6th. Jones interviewed <laughs> the president and uh, had contacts with him at some point in time. Mm -hmm. They'll be looking into that as well when they get these text messages. We're not a final word. <laughs> Look. Yesterday's price is not today's price. After Alex Jones testified, the jury now has a different mindset as to how much money should they award. So all I'm thinking is money, money, money. Yeah, I know you but are. They're going to get closer to what they're asking for. Exactly, and the punitive damages are going to be out off the roof. I'm thinking of jail, 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 because <laughs> this guy deserves to go. Well, yeah, let's see. Why does he deserve to go to jail? in court about and telling these horrible lies about telling telling lies mm -hmm. basically having mm -hmm. uh having ideas and conspiracy theories you can't dude this is what it's all about they're gonna make an example out of him this is it this yeah. is it you just can't say things that are i i mean i hate i I hate that something that like this happened and that parents have to deal with this, but that's what the First Amendment is about, dude, protecting like the most yeah. egregious speech. And here they are. He deserves to go to jail. 20 dead children and six mm -hmm. of their adult teachers yeah. who died in this horrible, horrible incident. I'm thinking truth, truth, truth. Okay. Oh, suck my dick. Yeah, he's the worst. This is that he's caused. Absolutely. Oh, the pain, uh, the pain. This is just like it's a it's a plea for like <laughs> you know people, you know. It's like a it's porno for people that what is it? Emotional porn? I don't know. It's it's just it's it's so bizarre. They spent 8 minutes talking about why Alex Jones should go to jail for saying things about an event. Yeah, yeah. And you're so right, dude. I didn't even think about that, where they wouldn't even acknowledge his existence up until this uh, point. For years, right? I mean, I think that's why it was such a big deal when CNN had uh, Piers, Bro uh, Piers Brosnan, Piers Morgan had on uh, Alex Jones and he gave the 1770 speech. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty neat. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I gave Alex Jones some shit when he went all Trump, Trumpian, but... Um, He's the man. And again, it doesn't even fucking matter what you think about the guy. Like, what's happening right now is going to affect you and me and everybody. Yeah. We, get, we gotta, I don't know. We gotta do I something about this. You know? And that ties into the story of the day, bro. I know you saw it. Um, the FBI had a leaked memo courtesy of uh, the dudes over at Project Veritas. James O'Keefe. So yeah, anytime libertarian and caps make the news, the corporate news, we got to talk about it. Um, however, let's file this under stuff we knew already, but has been verified now. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Kind of like when Snowden yeah. had the revelations. It was like, we knew these things, but now we have the proof. Um, and it is weird to see, you know, the black and yellow flag there. Um, did you see the memo? Yeah, I did. It's it's weird to see the flag and it's weird to see the other. It's weird to see the descriptions of the flags, too, because you read some of them. And you're like, well, yeah. I mean, like, like there's an ANCAP one up there and it's like they support the elimination or reduction of the government and think that the free market economy should run the show. You're yeah. like, so, so, well, yeah, right. So right. like, what's the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> what's the, I, they actually do, to be fair to the Fed boys, they do preface this by saying, uh, and this is in bold up top, the use or sharing of these symbols alone should not be independently uh, considered evidence of MVE presence. MVE is militia violent extremism uh, or affiliation or serve as an indicator of illegal activity as many individuals use these symbols for their original historic meaning or other nonviolent purposes. Yeah. These things can be nonviolent, but we just want to let you know that, yeah, they can. Yeah, like the, so like be, the Betsy Ross flag. Don't break the door down and start shooting if you see that. Amazing. They put the boogaloo right up top. They got the Punisher skull here, which, as my buddy Dylan pointed out, uh, that's on like 60% of cops' vests. You know, they love that thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, thin blue line right next to the Punisher skull. It's like, I wonder what those guys think about that. They got the warrior culture thing on there. I don't know what that is, really. Spartans, Valhalla. Um, Molan Leib. Black flag. But, I mean, they're talking about including, like, like revolutionary war symbolism. Yeah. It's revolutionary war imagery. That is an example. They say it. Right. Yep. Right. The Gadsden flag, the Liberty Tree, the Betsy Ross flag. Dude, this is it. It's the, the inversion. And it's, it's it's super it's super Orwellian. It's like let's erase the way that like America has always existed. There was no beginning. Don't worry about how it started. Let's not talk about that. It's been here forever, just like this. Right. Oh man, this is really pretty awful. Um, yeah, it's super scary. Yeah, I hate to give uh, Mike time to. Uh, What's his name? Ted Cruz. But he's the guy that went before the Senate and talked to the FBI about this. So Did he? Yeah. Let's, we'll give him a little improv. Let's see here. Yesterday, it was reported that Project Veritas had obtained a copy of an FBI training material, which listed various symbols and themes which, in the FBI's estimation, were indicative of, quote, militia violent extremism. Now, these symbols weren't things like the Ku Klux Klan or the Nazi Party, which naturally would be symbols of that. But instead, they included, rather astonishingly, patriotic symbols of our nation and our history. Included on this list is the Betsy Ross flag. (laughs) Now, that's fairly remarkable that the Betsy Ross flag in the FBI's indication is indicative (laughs) of violent, uh, militia violent extremism, (laughs) among other people who have been publicly alongside the Betsy Ross flag. We have President Barack Obama, who was sworn in 
directly underneath two Betsy Ross flags. But it's not just <clears throat> President Obama. We also have Exhibit B. President Biden. <laughs> Your boy underneath that flag. Under Betsy Ross flags. <laughs> Biden. Betsy. It's not just the Betsy Ross flag. Also on this list Look at that is the Gadsden flag <laughs> as a symbol of violent extremism. Now, the state of Virginia has a license plate for the Gadsden flag, as do many other states. I think people would be astonished to find that having that license. This is really, I mean, he's kind of, he's a goober. This is cringe, but it is astonishing. Like, this is stuff that's been. It is astonishing. Yeah, I'm right. The, he, he's right. He pulled out the fucking license plate. He's like, this is not fringe. It's on the government issued license plate. <laughs> the FBI indicates that you're a violent extremist. Also included on this is a text that I was particularly struck is the Gonzalez battle flag. Come and take it. As indicative of being a violent extremist militia. Well, I will self report right now that every day in the Senate I oh, wear my God. boots that have the Gonzalez battle flag on the back of them. You're a dork. That's why. Correct, that's right? why he's a. Th- I wish he would just quit doing shit like that. What are y'all like doing? Mm-hmm. This makes no sense. And he's a little bit too Joe Jorgensen with his, you know, condemnation. This it, it makes no sense. Like it you know, doesn't make sense. Why don't you just rethink it up? Like like Ted. We could do better. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Oh man. You know what they're doing? Come on. <laughs> right. Oh, dude. I'm just um, perplexed. Yeah, we've got. There's got to be a better way. I just wanted to point out, you guys made a simple mistake. I You're not going to do it again, are you? Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> we know we can all get out of here. Yeah, that's <laughs> essentially the function of Ted Cruz. Oh man. Let's see. Some, he's got some say. Andrew says uh, the FBI wants to be able to investigate anyone without any of the with any of these symbols. Yeah, by calling them terrorists, it opens up that door. You're damn right, dude. No constitutional rights afforded to those. You get black bagged and thrown in a black site like Chicago does or Afghanistan, yeah. right? When everybody is a enemy combatant, that's how it is. And that's in a post-constitutional world, which we are at least entering, if we're not at least already there, that's what it's going to be like. The only law will be comply. Fuck everything else, just comply. And that's why... The Second Amendment is so important. That's why when Monica Perez, again, i got to give her more props because she's the best. She talks about the thin parchment line, man. I'm an anarchist. I know a lot of anarchists, but the ones that are would argue to throw away the Constitution, the Bill of Rights now, now? Are, are mad. You're mad. I don't care. Ly- Lysander Spooner was right, maybe, whatever. We could debate that. But now it's the only thing you got is the process. And these fucking monsters, like Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, these motherfuckers want to plunge us into the darkness, take away civilization. You know what I mean? It's not like a future utopia where everybody's... That's that's all bullshit. Yeah. It's all bullshit, dude. And that's what this is all about. So I feel like we keep talking about the same stuff. Alex Jones, the assault on liberty, the assault on libertarianism. I mean, this is... Further goes to show, man, there's the flag right there, the ANCAP flag. FBI wants you to know that you're a fucking danger. But, um, man, we got a storm coming on out there. Yeah, I see some flickering. Yeah, how about that? Um, but anyway, man, we got to do a show. Yeah. I missed you terribly. 
You too, man. It's good to be back. Are we doing uh, shooting for what are we doing? We can talk about that later. Oh, Ron Paul. We should. We should. If that's what you're going to say. We should definitely. What is that? Be, the third? That's the that's the third of September um, in Washington D.C. And we had a great time last year. I know Mike yeah, Heiss is going to be there. Some of the Meekhawks are going to be there. So uh, we should try and work that out. Um, but that'd be great, man. You going to be around next week? You going to do another podcast? Uh, yeah, I got Monday. Word. That's the. That's that day. That was the usual day. Yeah. We tried to do. Sorry, anybody who was there for Monday, but the Facebook thing sucks and scheduling things. Uh, that was that was my bad. But uh, glad we got to get it in, man. I missed you and uh, appreciate you being here. Yeah, you too, man. Yeah, I'll see you Monday. Let's do it. Word out. Peace, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it. I'm heading over to Reed Coverdale's uh, YouTube channel. We're going to chat it up for a little while. So if you're uh, up for it, head over there and uh, hang out with us. And um, let's see. Anything else, man? Yeah, share the stuff on social media. We could use the help. Don't go far on Facebook because, uh, yeah, they're not, they're not doing much for us. But we'll, uh, we'll do it again next week. All right, guys. Thanks. Peace. Now that the smoke's gone.